Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to the Sports Page Female Forward. Alright, today we are talking with Hillary. Thank you so much for being here. You listeners will know her as the runner in the video who totally smokes the guy who thinks he can beat her in a race because he's a football player. Hillary, you said that you have more context to add for this video, right? This was actually from a, like a series of three and you were doing like best two out of three, right? Yeah. So um, basically we decided to have a bet one day. He's always been wanting to try me, even though we were in together for the past two years. So he's not just a football player. Um, well, in yard, you guys would call it soccer. He play, he does both. He trains for both for the past two years. So he's he's got some, some, some experience in track. So he was like, no, he always challenges the girls at training. He never challenges the boys. And his boys start are relatively close to his speed that he could take on, but it's always like the girls, because there's another girl at my club who also has um, quite a few tr- um, titles. He's always trying to take us on, so I was like, you know, fine. So we put a bet of um, 60 pounds, so whoever wins gets 60 pounds or gets um, gets this basketball game, I think 2K, 2K22, I think. So I was like, fine. We'd, I He won the 400 meter, which kind of makes sense. He's got that endurance, but I'm more of a very short sprinter, 60 meter, 100 meter type of person. And I won the 200, and I also won the 100 meter. And um, yeah, that's the story behind the video. And there are people who think that he um, gets injured, and they're like coming to his defense, right? But he's really just giving up because he knows he's already lost. Yeah, he's perfectly fine. We had to training straight after. Coach made us run repeats, a 200 meter repeats, and he was perfectly capable of finishing 200 meters. So I doubt 200 meters was a problem. Now that we've cleared that up, I want to go into your story. I want to know first off, um, what were you like as a kid? Like, what was your childhood like? Um, my childhood, so primary school, so you guys would call that elementary school, if I'm not mistaken. I was very much into running, sports day. I would always be running, playing TIG, playing um, with the boys, racing the boys. So I feel like a lot of girls were not really into running or they just kind of just left it to the boys to do their thing. So um, I was very, always playing with the boys, playing chase, playing bulldogs. That was kind of my type of vibe. And when I got into athletes, um, into track, it was when I was in um, secondary school. In year eight, so I was around about 12 to 13. I needed to pick a sport to do in order to do um, um, my subject. We call it PE, you probably call it same. Um, in order to do that as, a, as a, a qualification, you need to do a sports outside school. So I chose to do track since I really liked it. And yeah, so I ended up doing goods better than I expected, really. So at first, at first it was like a hobby, right? And then when was it that you knew you were like really good and could make a future out of it? Um, I think it's when I hit um, the age of um, 15 where I made it to this, um, we call it English schools, which is basically... It's a national competition with against all students from different counties, so that'll be the equivalent of districts. So each district brings their best students who are athletes, and you all like compete together against each other at a place like Birmingham or Manchester, and the winner goes further on type of thing. And um, yeah, so my first year, I I made it. I qualified for it for three years, I think. Yeah, three years. The first year, I didn't do so well. I qualified, made it there. In order to get to there, you have to win your city, your city games, you have to win your district games, and then you make it to nationals type of thing. So I won all of them. So when I got there, I didn't do so well. I came seventh with my heat, so I didn't qualify to my semis. And then the year after, that's the same thing that happened. And then there was COVID. And then last year, I got silver. 
So from not even qualifying to semi-finals, I went straight from heat to the final and I got silver, yeah. So, so this is last year that you got the silver? Yeah. So is that the first time that you saw like great success like that? Yeah, especially at national level then, yeah. Because I've always been quite good at regionals, district. I've kind of always been my thing, but national level, I've never really done it proper, properly. And then when I got there and I did it and I was like, rah, I really did that. I managed to get there. When did you notice the excitement within yourself? I mean, you said that as as a little girl, you were running all the time, but when did you notice within yourself like that excitement about taking this far and making a future with it? Um, do you know what? I think my, when I started winning medals, I think that was kind of a... I remember sports day in school. I, started, I got the school records. I remember in my um, in secondary school, I was just collecting records, so now... At school, I'm pretty sure they're not broken. They just, I just had bare records. We just had my name over it. So I was like, you know what, Hillary, look what you've got here. Let's see if you can take it further externally. Go competing. Do the North of England Championships. I think that's my first ever proper major medal. I think I was under 15s, and it was North of England Championships, and I came third. I got my bronze. But I think that was kind of like the point. I was like, you know what, Hillary actually has potential. And um, yeah. Is there ever a moment or are there moments when you feel the opposite when you are down on yourself or when you wonder what you've gotten yourself into oh um, yeah i feel like everyone kind of have those moments for example um um in high school in secondary school i didn't really train a lot and i felt those girls who were um, around me who were going above and beyond who are taking me on who are beating me repetitively I'm, i kind of was like getting too quick for me, like, how am I going to catch up, especially if I'm not training the same many hours as them, if I don't get the same support as them, how am I going to get to their level? And this year, a lot of those girls who used to beat me, I, I bet them at nationals in indoors, which was, like, an absolute big achievement. Oh, my gosh, I think that's my biggest and proudest moment. So you talk about the different training and support they have. What is your support system like? Um... I feel like uh, my parents are very um, focused on academia. I feel like that's most of their key. So they was a bit unsure to let me train as many as much hours as I would like to. Since they were like, make sure your education's first, and don't make sure it doesn't get into the way. So I kind of just like had to hold back a bit until I'm finished my um, my exams and stuff. How is your family reacting to your success now? They took it well. They were, I feel like they didn't really like. Um, it's not like they didn't care. They just like they were just like a bit. Mm, you know, well done. But when they saw, like, I actually made it to nationals and nationals was, like, live streams and stuff like that, and then I've been on competition, I was invited to competition on TV, they was like, rah, okay, step back. Hillary's actually could make something out of this. They was like, you know what? We're seeing you, like, we're actually seeing it properly and there's a lot of potential there. So that's pretty incredible that you were able to push yourself so hard without that external pressure and support. Um, Is there part of you that wishes you had that type of support or part of you that like does it in spite of that maybe um i feel like everything kind of happens for a reason i guess i do wish I had, there was more support but i kind of have to make do with what i've got type of thing you know what i mean yeah and obviously you're doing really well at that yeah. who is your biggest supporter and your biggest fan i would say um my friends 
my friends, my online friends, my TikTok friends, my coach as well. I feel like they kind of keep me going, like my support, my foundation type of thing. And while you're at school right now, are you away from home or are you still close to home? Um, I'm still I'm still at home. I'm right now I'm in my last year, um, which you guys will call high school. I'm pretty sure so before I go to university, before I go to college. Then in September I'm off. Um, I'm off university. And um, what are you doing at university? Are you going to run track? Yeah, I'm still running track, but I'm gonna do a degree in economics. What would you say is the dream with track and running? Like, where do you want that to take you? Well, hopefully this year I'm aiming to run um, 11.6, which will qualify me for the world's juniors champs. What's your long-term dream? Um, my long-term dream is to become a well-recognized name. Do you know one of those type of names like you're like, oh yeah, I know her. She does this event, this event. I want to be like a name that is recognizable. Do you know how someone be like, um, oh Dina Asher Smith or Shelly Fraser Price? You already know who the type of who they are. I would like to get to that stage one day. Who is your like role model in sports or your favorite athlete? My favorite athlete, I would say, is Shakira Richardson. I really, I love the girl. Despite all the, um, there's all the um, speaking, the rumors, and all the disputes around her name, I love the woman because of her vibe she brings. I love how she got gets her nails done, gets her hair done, her eyelashes, and she runs like a queen. She does her thing, goes out there and shines and hopefully she returns to the track. But I really look look up to her. That confidence is a lot, right? That um, when you see that in an athlete, it's almost like another part of the sport, right? Like the mental side of it. What do you yeah. do to um, like work on your own confidence or to like hype yourself up? Well, it depends. On a regular basis, I kind of just remember my myself. I do get nervous at the end of the day, despite the, the titles I've won. I get nervous at little events, little competitions, little meets. And the thing I, I kind of just remind myself, like, look where you've come from, where look where you're going, and remember, you're kind of competing with others, but you're competing with yourself, making yourself a better person. I like listening to music or motivational speeches. I'm a big fan of those. Um, just keeps me going. It keeps me reminds me. Sometimes you might get stuck in your thoughts and off in a tangent, start to panic, and you just have to remind yourself, stay within the moment. What are those? Some of those obstacles that you've met that maybe are the times when you need the hyping up more. Well, like for example, when I'm in a finals, I remember in that finals there was a lot of girls who who's already um, competed for GB. In my, I remember indoors, those girls who already ran for Great Britain abroad. So I was like, okay. And then there was, there was like the national champion already in my race. I was like, okay, Hillary, the pressure's on. Like when you looked at the fastest times based on personal best, I wasn't amongst the ones who would qualify for a medal. So I already knew it was going to be tight for that bronze because first and second, you it was already like kind of not obvious. They would have to battle amongst them, but third fourth fifth anyone can take a bronze i think that's one of the most moments i had to like hide myself up and be like you know what you got this and in the end i did get it i got the bronze even though i wasn't the fastest on paper i still managed on the day do you have a moment from from like your younger childhood that stands out in your mind 
As in sports related? Yeah. Uh, do you know what? I think it's a bit different, but the moment there was a coach I previously had when I just joined athletics, I joined track, sorry. She gave me the opportunity because there was like a policy you had to compete for um had a, you should have a bit of experience before you're able to compete for the club to represent the club at a competition and i had just joined and but i had she recognized i had potential end speed and she had to really persuade or convince the chairman of my club to let me compete in this competition despite despite the fact that i had lack of experience and she managed to convince the person and that, i feel like that's kind of how my athletics kind of took off really because I, I kind of trained but i didn't i never had competed and you had those like some things you had to do before competing and she kind of like jumped over those since she had such good such big faith in me and i i kind of thank her for where i am today because that leap of faith really helped me out especially until now what did it feel like then to know that she had that confidence in you do you know i feel like at the time i didn't really understand it as much but now looking back at it after five years i'm like thanks to her like i'm really grateful um, yeah, and she's no longer my coach. She doesn't. Um, she doesn't do track anymore. So I never really like got to thank her properly. Like, but I will eventually. What does it mean to you to then know that like you're a runner that younger girls are looking up to? Um, is there anything that you try to do for the younger Hillarys, if you will? You know, who are out there. <laughs> do you know what I feel like in especially in the UK? There's not many track athletes who are opened about it because there's not many not like compared to the america right there's the us there's a lot of track athletes your school's kind of involved in track whereas the uk track is very separate from your school you do it it's linked every now and then it's not really you don't compete for your school really you compete for like a local club and i feel like a lot of people find it hard to get into because it's not easy to find so the fact I feel like I'm out here, people ask on my, uh, my comment section, where can I join? And I'm always making sure like I see the comments and find them a place to join so they can find their interest as well, just like the way I did. How have you um, noticed or purposely like utilized TikTok as a tool for you as an athlete and also as like a role model for other athletes? Um... I feel like I like to make my TikTok not just serious and athletics, but I like to show fun with your teammates. I feel like we need to remember that as much as we were there to compete, to gain medals, you need to have fun. It's important to enjoy what you're doing because if you fall out of love with athletics, you're going to find it really painful to go training sessions, to do all of this because you don't have love for it. You need to have fun whilst you're doing all these things. I feel like winning and meddling is the part the second part the first part is enjoying what you do and becoming good at what you do if that makes sense right yeah um whether or not you meant it to the video you posted on tiktok about um beating the football player who is also a track athlete as you've cleared up um whether or not you meant it to it kind of is like a a girl power video that's being shared now is that something that you um think about a lot or try to incorporate or I mean, as a female athlete, it's obviously part of you regardless. But is that something that you focus on? Um, do you know what? 
Yeah, because no, I've I made another video next to it, which also got I think that one got even more views than this one, where it spoke about um, just be, um, you should let yourself be in a. Ooh, I think it said something along the lines like you shouldn't be shy to step forward to being a he if you're quick enough to be in. So I feel like, um, especially girls when we're in mixed mixed races, for example, open me is basically when the the race is based on your ability, not your gender. We kind of tend to set um to separate ourselves like we don't want to be the odd one out we don't want to not everyone but like so many like i know i was going to do it i didn't want to step forward but i feel like it's important to just not just let your gender block you yes i do understand that elite men will kind of always be better than elite women however if you have the ability to compete with a guy that's your speed you should like i feel like i know it's not usually it's not um allowed in big events which i do understand but if it's an open meet just go for it push yourself i think it's really important like at training i train a, a group of boys because i think that works for me because push me to like yeah i'm not always overtake which is fair enough but trying to keep up with them is really important as well it helps me become better you talk about how important it is to not let those things stop you um have you noticed when you have that mindset <laughs> Are you more confident? Are you treated differently by men or women? Um, I feel like you gain respect by men. I feel like that's something I noticed. And then again, I feel like on different platforms or different reaction. And I think it's kind of based on the age group of the, the men. I'm going to speak about men in particular. Like I feel like on TikTok, it was more of a supportive, like, well done, you did that. But I feel like on Instagram, it was more negative i think it was more um, older men who were very um negative to it so it kind of shows the mindset of different generations so i kind of understood why they felt a certain type of way about it but i feel like at the end of the day the reactions was mixed i majority of reactions happy the the negative ones were just it, just the off topic thing really they're trying to make it a gender debate which necessarily doesn't need to be one but um yeah I also want to touch on the fact that you said, like, at those open meets, a lot of the times girls are the ones who kind of separate themselves. And that's a really yeah. interesting part of, like, a feminist conversation because of just, like, the internalized gender roles or the patriarchy, right, that we have within us. Yeah. And that's why I think it's so important and so huge that you share your videos and that you're out there running and that you look up to people like Shakira Richardson who like are very still like wholly themselves in their sport. Um, do you feel like your authenticity is having that same effect on people? I would hope so because I feel like that's the aim at, at the end of the day. I feel like it's to show that I feel like I kind of have my own vibe to the way I run or the way I like to behave at my competitions I feel like it's important to have a, uh, a someone who's a bit relatable I feel like on the internet you don't get like the full story I feel like everyone's a bit too serious I feel like I like to show that you can have fun and enjoy what you're doing and I think that's quite important I agree I think that's really important that's why I do this podcast and I'm so grateful to have been able to chat with you today and share your story because I agree I think you being authentic and your whole self and your best runner like you are that helps other people see and 
people learn that from your story. They learn that they can then turn around and do the same in whatever it is they do. So thank you so much for being here and for chatting with me. It's been such a joy. You are so fun to follow and I really look forward to people hearing your story. Thanks for listening. See you next week. This has been the Sports Page Female Forward. Thank you.